Welcome to the Raw and Uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. So uh, this podcast hasn't been around for a hot minute. Three months. Three months we have been out of commission because of a little thing called COVID-19. I know, I'm being sarcastic, obviously. And if you haven't already noticed, my bestie, Matt Martini Babine is not here with us because let me just take you down memory lane. Some of these memories you have no memory of because you did not go through them with us. But I want to just catch you up to speed with everything that's going on with Ambitious. And today's Ambitious podcast is all about the Corona Coaster and five things that I learned, the biggest lessons that I learned during our quarantine. And um, I am doing this from my very, very, very small closet in my house because it is the place where I can get the best sound quality. Matt is not here because of that reason. Uh, When COVID happened three months ago, we had just returned home from celebrating my birthday in New York City. And then I had house guests for a couple of days right after because I was in the middle of filming and also doing photography for the cover of Ambitious, the book. So I had my beautiful friends, Victoria Duke and Chloe Duke and the incredible photographer, Carlos Velez, come up to my house and we did a whole photo shoot for the uh, launch of Ambitious. And then right after that, boom, (laughs) COVID happened. I mean, it was going on for a really long time in other countries, but we got slammed and we obviously went into quarantine. Some of us are still in quarantine. And um, right away, our beautiful podcast studio that we record our podcast at in Salem, New Hampshire, they had to shut down because of COVID. And I just always just went there with Matt and filmed and and recorded. So I was like, ah, oh, this is no big deal. They'll be open in a couple of weeks. And, you know, little did any of us know what was going to be our reality for the next three months plus. So we tried to pivot as quick as possible. I mean, you guys know me. I'm ambitious AF and I am an animal and a savage. And I was like, okay, this is not going to affect us. We are going to just get microphones and we're going to do this from our house. And then little did I know everybody else in their brother and mother were trying to do podcasts from their home during this time because they're like, hey, I have nothing better to do. Let's do a podcast because I've been wanting to do one for the last four years, but haven't had the time. And then Corona gifted us with uh, the time to do these things. So all of the microphones were on back order and that was a problem. 
And then because we were all in quarantine, we couldn't get our hands on mics outside. So yada, yada, yada. You guys know the drill because you're all going through the same reality. And um, we finally got our microphones and then we started playing with them. And then uh, that just didn't work out. The sound quality was absolutely horrendous. I mean, still, the sound quality on this, guys, please forgive me. It's not going to be as good as where we um, do our podcast all the time. But no matter what, my biggest thing here, guys, and my definiteness of purpose is to bring this podcast and this message and this movement to each and every one of you, no matter where in the world you are. And I was just really like, oh, this this is going to be so bad. It's going to sound terrible. Everyone's going to talk shit about my sound quality. It's not, com- you know, compared to the sound quality that we had before. And, you know, Matt was just like, Katie, just get it out. Just get it out. People miss us. They miss you. Uh, they look forward to this every week. So here I am sitting on the floor of my very, very, very small closet in Wyndham, New Hampshire, recording this with my laptop propped up onto a Louis Vuitton bag. I'm not even joking you. If you guys follow me on Katie Boyd Ambitious on Instagram, you will see the pictures from my closet. And uh, I hope that you guys just love me no matter what. And just know that I have been trying to get this together for the last 12 weeks. So here we are in the closet at Casa de Baybine. (laughs) And Matt is so sad because the sound quality was terrible when we were trying to have two different microphones. So we are in the middle right now of figuring out the best way to do that um, from home until we can go back to the podcast studio. So Matt will not be on the Ambitious Podcast for a, a minute. But we are working on it, and he sends his loves and his best regards. (laughs) He is just too much. Um, I love him and hate him more than ever because of quarantine, and I'm sure that you ladies out there that listen to this every week are feeling the same exact way. It has been incredibly crazy. So I want to just talk about a couple of different things. Um, I want to talk about what I'm calling the Corona Coaster, what I have been riding for the last three months and probably will continue to ride um, until I don't want to say things go back to normal because honest to God, guys, normal was not working for any of us. And the longer that I've been in quarantine, the more that I realize that uh, I will never go back to the way things used to be. And if you guys have been fans and followers and ambitious from the get-go, you guys know that I pride myself on having my shit together. And Corona really made me realize that I was lying to myself in a lot of ways and that I did not have my shit together in a lot of ways. Now, don't get me wrong. I think I have my shit together. I pride myself on my determination and my tenacity and all these things, but having the last three months to really sit and think about how I desire my life to be going forward and how I desire my life going forward to be for my businesses, for my relationships, for my marriage, for my familial relationships, um, for my money. For all of the six life makers and breakers, guys, that I talk about from day one. So all of those things that I talk about, spiritual practices and boundaries and relationships and money mindset and your environment and all these different things, right? The six life makers and breakers. 
Um, I'm not going to lie. I want to be totally vulnerable with you guys. And that's another thing that I have really, really adopted more during this time is the vulnerability and really feeling my feelings and stop lying to myself about all these things. So today is going to be really raw and really real. And I hope that you guys understand that this is coming to you from the bottom of my little black heart. It's also coming to you from my freaking closet. So what the fuck? I mean, what is more humbling than sitting on the floor in your closet when you were just at a million dollar facility not too long ago, recording your podcast and not having to worry about anyone putting it out for you because they just did it for me. And now I have to learn like this whole new way of living in every way, shape and form. So I am just going to get raw and real with you guys. I hope that you guys enjoy this. I hope that you guys get so much out of this podcast because you guys are my bitches, all of you, each and every one. No matter where you are from anywhere in the world, you are my HBICs. And together through this experience, we are going to level up, we are going to evolve, and we are going to ascend. That is my promise. That is my hope. That is my purpose. That is my mission here for the Ambitious Podcast. So we are really just rebranding, relaunching, and getting our stuff back out there so that we can keep help catalyzing each and every one of you and help you all wake up even deeper. Because let me tell you something, I have woken up so much in the last three months, more than I ever thought possible. And I will never, ever, ever, ever go back to the way that things used to be. I refuse. I refuse. So are you with me? Okay, so I want to just talk to you guys about what I have kind of gone through during what I am calling the Corona Coaster. The reason why I'm calling it the Corona Coaster, and I hope that you guys don't think I'm taking um, COVID-19 lightly, but like right now at this point, I mean, you got to fucking laugh. Did we ever in a million years think that any of this shit would be happening to us? <laughs> no. Uh, I have women from all over the world who do the ambitious 28-day and ambitious 365 protocol. They're my soul sisters, and we have had some incredibly deep conversations about what we've all endured and what we've all experienced during um, the, the COVID-19 quarantine. You know, I live in New Hampshire which is a little bit more lax than like, say, Massachusetts, you know, like if you live in Massachusetts or you go to Massachusetts, you have to wear a mask. It's not even like a question. Um, in New Hampshire, it's very live free or die energy. So uh, some people do and some people don't wear masks. Um, I have chosen to just really quarantine myself. I have not gone out of the house literally in three months. Um, when it first happened, Matt and I were going to the grocery store together because he, this is what he said, and this is, you can ask him. He says, Katie, you touch your motherfucking face too much. Because remember, I don't know if you guys remember this because we've gone through like 10 years of our lives in like three months. I'm not even joking you. That's how I feel. Uh, but he, he says to me, like, you just touch your face too much. And when the COVID stuff first happened, you know, they were like, don't touch your face, don't touch your eyes, don't put your fingers in your eyes, don't put your fingers in your mouth, like wash, blah, 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 all this stuff. All the things that we probably shouldn't be doing. And, you know, we should be obviously washing our hands with antibacterial soap, <laughs> neither here nor there. Some people are just dirty, filthy fucking pigs. Uh, but I have all, I'm a clean freak. You guys know that about me. I'm OCD. 
but I guess I had this really bad habit of touching my face all the time just because I'm so beautiful and I have to remind myself with my hands. <laughs> That's what I told Matt. But he's like, I'm not letting you go to the grocery store by yourself because you're going to be touching everything and then you're going to touch your face. So pretty much what he made me do was he made me walk next to him with my hands in my pockets and just point at things through my pocket with my finger. I'm not even joking, you guys. It was like a fucking Saturday Night Live skit. Um, and I would be like, okay, get that iceberg lettuce. And he's like, this one? I'm like, and of course he chooses the one that's like decrepit and has probably been on the shelf for three months. It's like moldy and like disintegrating. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why would you choose that iceberg lettuce out of the 50 other ones there? And so then we would get in like these screaming matches in the middle of our grocery store. And it was just drama. So I just was like, I can't, I did it like a couple times and I was just like, I can't freaking do this with you. Plus, as you guys know, I'm an empath. So I like feel everything so deeply. And when I would leave the grocery store, I would literally feel like um, I was like abused, like beaten for hours. And uh, that wasn't how I wanted to feel. That wasn't my core desired feeling to feel like a bag of smashed assholes. So I started just ordering all of my stuff online. So I would get my groceries delivered, which is a fabulous thing. I am never not going to have my groceries delivered. I'm sorry, but it is it is fabulous. You just go online and you choose your groceries and then some cute little college girl drops them off and you give her like a $50 tip. I mean, I'm not, I'm not afraid. I, I thought it was the best thing that ever happened. Uh, so that was one of the things that I chose to do. And I have not really been out of the house since I haven't been to a restaurant. Um, we have eaten out, we have ordered takeout three times, guys, three times in the last 12 weeks. And if you know, Matt and I, we love to eat out. Um, it's one of my guilty pleasures. I just love to have someone else wait on me. And I love to eat like beautiful food from like high-end restaurants. I'm a foodie. I'm a fat kid at heart. I think you guys know that about me. I love foodgasms. <laughs> and let me tell you, after you've eaten your own damn food for the last three months, the foodgasms are few and far between. And I'm a really great cook, but there's just days where I'm just like, not today, Satan. Now, mind you, if you guys know, I only eat once a day. So on Mondays and Tuesdays, I do a 48-hour fast. And then all the other days, I do OMAD, which is one meal a day. So if I'm eating one damn meal a day and I'm fasting all day, that food better taste like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory in my mouth. And that was like one of the things that I took the most pride on during this um, quarantine was really just like, okay, what are we going to eat? You know, my daughter is living with us right now because she uh, quarantined with us, which was awesome. We're having some amazing one-on-one -on -one time with Karina. And, you know, there's days where I want to beat the shit out of her, which is totally normal. I'm sure that all of you moms out there want to kick the shit out of your kids too. But I just keep saying to myself, like, I'm never going to get this time with her again. Like, she's going to be 23 years old in a couple weeks. And um, I'm so lucky that she thinks that Matt and I are cool-ass parents and she loves being with us. So every night we've just, like, cooked together and had wine or cocktail and we just talk and we'll, you know, play, we'll play Scrabble. If you guys probably, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you guys have seen our epic drunken Scrabble games or a Monopoly where we've been wearing like wigs and hats and like just so freaking funny. We realized during this that Matt cannot spell to save his life. <laughs> and I will whip anyone's ass in Monopoly because I'm, I'm the money bitch. So we've had so much fun there, but like, 
with anything, guys, this time has been also really scary and it's been frustrating and it's been overwhelming. Um, Matt and I have been obviously forced to close down a lot of our businesses. Uh, that has been just so hard, so difficult for any of you guys who are entrepreneurs and own your own brick and mortar companies. Um, and you've been affected by this. It has been so hard, so difficult. And every day I wake up and I have to make, and Matt has to make like 10,000 new freaking decisions every day. So that has been exhausting. Uh, I know that you guys at home, if you have been going through this with your businesses, your companies, your jobs, it is freaking wackadoo. Like no one or nothing could have gotten us ready for this time in our lives in 2020 that we were experiencing. And, uh, and it's been beautiful, but it's been hard too. And, um, there's been days where I have been like, what the fuck am I doing? What is the point of life? So depressed, so anxious, so overwhelmed. And there's been days where I have been so grateful, so happy, so joyful. And it literally is like a roller coaster. Every day is like, I kept saying when it first happened, like, it's like Forrest Gump, like, life is like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. And that's what COVID quarantine has been like uh, for all of us. And, you know, when we first went into quarantine, it was like toilet paper and groceries and, you know, really fine tuning your Zoom skills, which God help me. I love to Zoom with my uh, ambitious protocolers, but I have never Zoomed more in my entire life. Zooming sounds like a pornographic dirty word to me right now. Like at this point, it's like, yeah, I got to Zoom. And it's like, yeah, bound back a chow down. It's just like, damn, if I have to Zoom one more time, man, I'm going to like throw myself off the Zakem Bridge. It's been hard. Um, I'm not going to lie. And there's been days where I'm just like, this cannot be my new reality. And then there's been days where I'm like, this has to be the new reality. Because the old reality for so many of us out there, so many of us awakened souls are just, just not working. So that is my whole Corona coaster explanation. Um, I love my husband. I love my child. I love my dog. I love my friends. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I never thought I would really want to hug someone as much as I want to hug someone right now. I swear to God, I feel like I have like failure to thrive. Like someone has just left me in my bassinet as a child to cry it out for like six months without picking me up. Like I, that is a real thing. Um, all the things like just hugging your friend or like giving someone a high five, like all these things that we've taken for such granted it's really incredibly amazing. It really, really is. Like, I keep telling all my protocolers, like, dude, when I see y'all, I am going to hug you and I'm probably going to break all the bones in your body. <laughs> it's like, that's how hard I'm going to hug my people. But as you know, the Ambitious Podcast is all about teaching and lessons and leveling up. So I want to give you the top five things that I learned in quarantine, and maybe it will help you guys. Maybe it will make you feel better about the decisions that you've made and, and feel better about the realizations that you've had and the awakenings that you had. And maybe it will help you all think a little bit more deeply about what this time in 2020 has meant to you 
and how you desire to live the rest of your life and make it the best of your life. And that is really what I have learned in quarantine is I'm going to work so damn hard on making the rest of my life the best of my life and truly living life ambitiously. Because I'm going to be honest with you guys, I think that a lot of me was a very much a bullshit artist before this. Like I was preaching to all of you guys and teaching to all of you guys and and like, you know, wanting you guys to change and to level up and ascend. And in a lot of ways, I wasn't ascended and leveled up enough. And I hope that you guys appreciate this, um, me being vulnerable and just like calling myself to the carpet because I am still the queen of ambitious land. But I have had a lot of rude awakenings in the last three months, and I'm going to continue to have them. I'm going to continue to have those awakenings. So here are, <laughs> in no, in no order, just, you know, calling it, calling it like it is, the top five things that I have learned in quarantine. So number one, <laughs> number one is that I am truly an introvert. Okay. I always thought up until lately that I was an extrovert and I have realized so much in this quarantine that I am truly like, I'm an introvert. Like I love to be home with my family. I love my house to be clean and high vibrational. I love to wake up in the morning and just have my French press coffee and do my meditation and do my rituals like when I light my Palo Santo in the morning and I say my blessing and I and I say my ambitious abundance affirmation out loud and I do yoga in my backyard and I sit and I have my coffee and I watch the birds and the butterflies and I am totally okay with not going out anywhere. And I started to realize like, you know, I would go to restaurants with Matt or we'd go to certain places and we'd do certain things. And so much of it is just like not helping me feel high vibrational. It's not serving my highest, greatest good, you know, and I am okay with being in my home. And I think that that is going to be my new reality. My desire is to do things that really matter. So if I'm going to leave my home and I'm going to go to a restaurant, it better be the best damn freaking meal with the best damn service that I've ever received in my life. Uh, for my birthday in February, if you guys follow me on social media, uh, one of the, my dreams, because I have a huge crush on Chef Repair, who is the executive chef and owner of La Bernadette, which is this Michelin star restaurant in New York. And I went for my birthday and we had uh, like a 12 course tasting menu. And I have never felt so special at a restaurant in my entire freaking life. And I was like, oh God, I wish I could eat like that every day. But then I started realizing like, I don't care if you go to like the ground round. I don't even know if that's still a restaurant, but or Ruby Tuesdays or TGI Fridays or whatever the frick. The people who are serving you and the people who are like making your drinks and are seating you, they should be treating you the same way as the Michelin, three-star Michelin restaurant in New York City. Like, I think that this was a huge wake-up call for people in the service industry, myself included. Like, we are so blessed to have people purchasing from us 
and frequenting our brick and mortar establishments. Whether it's a wellness center like I have at Katie Boys Miss Fit Club in Hudson, New Hampshire, or if it's a freaking restaurant, or if it's like a little shitty hole in the wall diner dump. Like everyone has to, in this new reality, step up to the plate and serve and serve and serve and serve and give value. Because as you can see, the people who were the most important during this quarantine were the, were the freaking essential workers, were the nurses, were the doctors, were the people who were working at um, food establishments and grocery stores, you know, or UPS drivers, FedEx, the postmen, like all these people that we just like take for granted. So getting back to the introvert part, I started to realize like my intention, if I leave my beautiful home and my beautiful curated resolute life, it better be freaking amazing. It better be amazing. Or guess what? I don't have to go anywhere and that's okay because I can get my groceries delivered and I can order my, my cucka that I need online and I don't need much more than that. So I am an introvert. I know that's crazy. Yikes. That was like one of the biggest realizations I've had during this quarantine. And guess what? It's okay. It's okay to be happy being home and being slow and being intentional. Because I really truly believe, guys, that this is such a wake-up call for us to slow down and to smell the freaking roses. So that's my number one thing that I learned during this quarantine. Uh, Number two, (laughs) many of the things I was doing, like for business, it was like, and not just business, right? Like anything I was doing, like the people I was hanging out with, the time I was spending outside of my home, the travel, the speaking engagements, um, all these things that I thought were so freaking cool and so amazing and things that I worked so hard for for so long, they all got canceled. And then I started realizing, wow, I thought all this was what success meant and what it looked like, but it was just busyness. You know, my grandmother always would say, just because you're rocking on a rocking chair doesn't mean you're going anywhere. And when I was younger, I'd be like, what the fuck is this broad talking about? But now that I'm older, I'm like, holy shit, this was all this awakening because of COVID-19. I thought that I was so successful because I was running around like a freaking dingling 24-7, trying to do it all and be it all and achieve it all. And then when I had it all taken away from me and everything was like, literally life has been canceled for the last three months. And I started to realize like, holy shit, like 95% of the things that I was doing, I thought was success, but it was actually just me being busy and busying myself So that I didn't have to feel the feelings that I was pushing down for so long. You know, trauma from childhood, trauma and post-traumatic stress from past abusive relationships that I've gone through. And whoa, when you have time to think deeply, the things that come up, holy fucking shit. Holy shit. But guess what? I'm so grateful that this happened. Because it really gave me the time to heal and to realize that 95% of the stuff I'm doing, I don't need to do. And that I tell all of you that no is a complete sentence. And I was saying yes to so many things because I thought that that would make me look successful. And I thought it would make me feel successful. And guess what? I have never felt more complete and whole in my entire life than I have for the last three months. 
I know that sounds absolutely out of my tits crazy, but it's true. So the second thing I learned in quarantine was that just because you're rocking on a rocking chair doesn't mean you're going anywhere. And that busy is not a badge of honor and busy does not equal success. I have had more successful feelings and more joy cooking dinner for my family and having them eat it and say, oh my God, this is so fucking good than any speaking engagement that I've ever done in my life, any amount of money that I've ever made in my life, anything. How insanely crazy. And to kind of tie into that, but it's the third thing that I learned in quarantine was that I am a workaholic and I am a type A personality and it's not fucking healthy. And again, the workaholism and the type A personality is something I'm like, well, I'm just, this is just what I do. And this is just who I am. I'm successful. I'm high performance. And guess what? None of it is serving me. I started a garden during quarantine and there is nothing more. I know this sounds like super queefy, but I'm going to say it. Nothing is more incredible to me than going out and watering my plants every day and seeing them grow and grow and grow and grow and knowing that I can be self-sustainable, that I don't have to rely on stores and grocery stores and, and, you know, farms outside of my own home to grow my vegetables, to grow my herbs. I know this is like super petty. It's stupid, but it's not because it makes me feel good. So part of the Corona coaster that I have been riding is realizing, shit, you're a fucking workaholic and your type A personality is actually a sickness. It's an illness. Cut the shit and get still and get quiet and ask yourself, what is serving your highest, greatest good? And for me, it's spending time with my family. It's healing relationships. It is realizing who are my friends and who are not. It's realizing what is serving me in my company and what I can get rid of. I mean, amazing awakenings. Amazing. And number four, this is huge, that I really need less to feel abundance. And I mean like less meaning like material things. Uh, I was listening to a podcast not too long ago and Oprah was talking about how she went into her walk-in closet during uh, quarantine and she was like, what the hell is all this for? And as you guys know, I've been on a, a minimalist and then an essentialist journey for the last, you know, five years. And I, and I really pride myself on having less. And I really have cut back like 90%. But now, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I have been living in the same Lululemon outfit for the last three fucking months. And I have this whole closet full of beautiful clothes and shoes and accessories and purses and all this crap. And remind you, mind you, I have gotten rid of like 90% of my stuff and I still have too much. And I started to realize that like right now, all that matters to me is just like having healthy food and my family and having like my few friends that I actually can trust and who love me unconditionally and just have my company, my virtual company and, and, and writing, just writing makes me feel so good and gardening. And honestly, other than that, like I bought a new Range Rover right before quarantine. And I said to my husband, I said, I don't need a car. I don't go anywhere. And he's like, Katie, you need a freaking car. And I was like, well, I'll just get something shitty, like like a little something, something. And he was like, Katie, 
come come on. I mean, we're not. He's like, we're not Poe. Like, just get a damn. Well, get what you want. So I got this Range Rover. It's gorgeous. I love it. It's amazing. But guess what? It's been sitting in my freaking garage for three months, and it and I've had it for like nine months, and it has less than five thousand miles on it. I mean, that's freaking, it's such a waste of money, such a waste of resources. I'm like, this is so stupid. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I love my Range Rover. I'm not, I'm not shitting on it. And I'm grateful and I'm blessed that I am so successful that I can have these beautiful things. Because if you know my past and if you know about my life, I should not have the things that I have. I should not be the person that I am, but I am because I worked my ass off. And I started to realize like all these things that I thought I need I don't need any of them. That the most important thing is your family and your friends and and bringing value and bringing service to Mother Earth and all her inhabitants. So that has been one of my my chief purposes, uh, my chief definite aims during this quarantine is to show up. I was doing, you know, free free healing sessions like every week for the last three months, not asking for a dime from anyone because I'm like, who gives a shit? God gave me these gifts and God gave me um, these talents. I'm going to show up for these people because guess what? When this shit is over, because history repeats itself and it will, as day turns into night and night turns into day, the coronavirus sooner or later will just pitter out and the fear will subside and the people are going to remember who stood up and served them during this time and gave them value. And the people that were just asking for a handout and asking for like, you know, give me, give me money and I'm not going to give you shit in return. People are going to remember them too. I have, side note, I have seen so many people in the self-help space totally lose their shit and implode their businesses and implode their families because they were bullshit artists. And I was like, I refuse to be that person. That's why I'm being so real, real and raw and vulnerable with you guys today. And my promise to each and every one of you guys is to show up and be the head HBIC and be a great role model for each and every one of you bitches out there. And last but not least, number five, I have some fucking serious healing to do. I have been on a healing journey and a spiritual awakening journey uh, for the last 10 years. And I just thought I had it all figured out. I thought I was healed. I thought I was over it. I thought I just was, you know, the high mucka mucka. And guess what? I'm not. Um, there's so much stuff from my childhood that I still need to work on. There is so much stuff from my relationships with men when I was younger that I still need to work on and to heal. And I've been working with some healers um, throughout, I mean, for the, for the last 10 years, but really diligently and um, tenaciously throughout the last three months because I knew like this was the time to really level up and ascend and mother earth and our collective consciousness is going through a huge awakening on this earth right now. And I was working with a guru before and he said, 2020 is going to be a year like no other. And I was like, well, tell me more. And he was like, well, in my opinion, a third of the earth is going to leave. And I was like, how so? And he says, either by self-infliction of death, or they're going to get sick and die. And they're just life contracts are going to be up. And a third of the world's people are going to go mad. They're going to completely lose their shit. And they're going to go fucking bonkers and insane. And a third of the population of the earth is going to awaken. 
And I was like, yeah, right. How the fuck could that happen? And now look, he's true. He's right. And that being said, I refuse to be the third that leaves. And I refuse to be the third that goes and loses their shit. I know that my purpose here on earth is to not only awaken myself deeper and to heal myself deeper, but also to help awaken and heal others, as many people as I can. That's why ambitious is a movement. It's not just a word. It's an actual movement. And each and every one of us that are on this movement together really have to stand up and join hands and lock arms and and really ascend and evolve together. And part of that, part of doing that is healing, really committing to the healing. And that is the last thing that I realized. And I, and I will commit to the healing and I will not stop until I'm healed. And guess what? It will probably take a lifetime. It'll probably take many lifetimes, but guess what? This is not my first time at the rodeo. So I'm just going to keep doing what I do and put my head down and do the fucking work and heal so that I can not only heal myself, but I can heal all the women that have come before me and all of the women who have will come after me. And that is my promise. So that those are the top five things that I learned in quarantine. And what's so cool is that during quarantine, I got to finish my book, Ambitious. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, Ambitious is launched. You can go over to uh, Amazon and you can purchase the pre-sale. So with the pre-sale, you'll get the introduction and the first chapter. And let me tell you, there's going to be some amazing perks through purchasing Ambitious in its pre-sale. I cannot wait to tell you more, but head on over uh, to um, Amazon. You can also head on over to kbmfc.com because my website is uh, rebranded and relaunched for the book launch. Um, So I have had my head down with my business manager, Kim Fox. She's incredible. Her and I have been working like fucking two psychopaths in the last three months because we're like, hey, all we have right now is time. So why not actually just do the damn thing and get this book out there um, to the world so that we can really level up and we can truly step into our power and truly live life ambitiously. So head on over to kbmfc.com, sign up for our free newsletter, You will get all of the inside scoop to everything ambitious that's coming down the pretty pink pipeline and um, the protocols, the ambitious 28 day protocols and the ambitious 365 day protocols. Those are also there for sale along with swag and all the other things that I offer um, through ambitious and KBMSC. So, oh, so some great things have come out of coronacation. (laughs) I mean, not all of them have been good. There's been a lot of sadness. There's been a lot of heaviness. There's been a lot of depression and anxiety. And um, there's been some beauty, beautiful things too. So head on over to kbmc.com. Check out the website. Um, pre-sale, purchase the book. I will be giving you guys all kinds of love and nurturing throughout this pre-sale time. And um, I think you guys are just going to fall in love with the book. You're going to love the cover. Oh, God. It just, this has taken me three years of my life to birth. <laughs> and it was, um, everyone's like, oh, if you do have a baby with Matt, labor's going to be like no problem because this is like the hard three years of labor pains. I'm like, you ain't freaking kidding. 
<laughs> and I'm not downplaying the pain of birth, but let me tell you, this shit was painful, painful. Uh, but I know that this book is going to change the world. I know it's going to catalyze and awaken so many women and men out there because the ambitious movement is not just for the ladies. It's also for the men. Oh, so that was our first podcast from the closet at Casa de Bebein. And I'm just so grateful to each and every one of you ambitious out there that stuck by me, stood by my side while I was trying to pivot and figure out how to get my shit together during this time. I love each and every one of you. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. I love you, love you, love you. Kisses and hugs. And uh, this is such an incredible time for us on this earth. So let's join arms and live life ambitiously. See you next Tuesday, everybody. Mwah.